Still kneeling, Honoria was forced to let her eyes travel upward, over top boots and long, powerfully muscled thighs, past lean hips and a narrow waist, all the way over the wide acreage of his chest to find his face. He was tall, large, lean, loose-limbed, yet well-muscled, a supremely powerful figure. Finding her mouth suddenly dry, she felt her temper stir. To where, precisely? We're miles from anywhere. Her rescuer looked down, his disturbing gaze fixing on her face. Honoria's confidence faltered. Uh, Aren't we? He looked into the trees. There's a woodman's cottage nearby. A track leads off a little way along the lane. So he was a local. Honoria was relieved. How will we move him? I'll carry him. He didn't add the of course, but she heard it. Then he grimaced. But we should pack the wound better before shifting him. With that, he shrugged off his jacket, tossed it over a nearby branch, and proceeded to strip off his shirt. Abruptly, Honoria transferred her gaze to the wounded man. Seconds later, a fine linen shirt dangled before her face, suspended from long tanned fingers. Fold the body of the shirt and use the arms to tie it about him. Honoria frowned at the shirt. Lifting one hand, she took it, then looked up directly into his face, studiously ignoring the tanned expanse of his bare chest and the crisply curling black hair that adorned it. If you can take over here and keep your eyes on the wound, I'll donate my petticoat. We'll need more fabric to bind against the hole. His black brows flew up, Then he nodded and hunkered down, placing long, strong fingers on the pad. Honoria withdrew her hand and stood. Briskly, trying not to think about what she was doing, she crossed to the other side of the lane. Facing the trees, she lifted the front of her skirt and tugged at the drawstring, securing her lawn petticoat. "'I don't suppose you've a penchant for underdrawers?' Stifling a gasp, Honoria glanced over her shoulder but her devilish rescuer was still facing in the opposite direction. When she didn't immediately answer, he went on, It would give us even more bulk. Honoria's petticoat slithered down her bare legs. Unfortunately not, she replied repressively. Stepping free, she swiped up her offering and stalked back across the lane. He shrugged. Ah, well, I can't say I'm a fan of them myself. The vision his words conjured up was ridiculous. Then Honoria's wits clicked into place. The look she cast him as she dropped to her knees should have blistered him. It was wasted. His gaze was trained on the wounded man's face. Inwardly humphing, Honoria ascribed the salacious comment to ingrained habit. Folding the petticoat, she combined it with the shirt. He removed his hand, and she applied the thick pad over her earlier insignificant one. Leave the sleeves hanging. I'll lift him. Then you can reach under and tie them tight. Honoria wondered how even he would cope with the long, heavy weight of their unconscious charge. Amazingly well was the answer. He hefted the body and straightened in one fluid movement. She scrambled to her feet. He held the youth against his chest, With one sleeve in her hand, she ducked and felt about for the other. Her searching fingertips brushed warm skin. Muscles rippled in response.
she pretended not to notice. Locating the wayward sleeve, she pulled it taut, tying the ends in a flat knot. Her rescuer expelled the long breath through his teeth. For one instant, his strange eyes glittered. Let's go. You'll have to lead Suleiman. With his head, he indicated the black monster cropping grass beside the lane. Honoria stared at the stallion. Suleiman was a treacherous Turk. Indeed. She transferred her gaze back to the man. You're serious, aren't you? We can't leave him here. If he gets loose, panicked by the storm, he could damage something, or someone. Unconvinced, Honoria retrieved his jacket from the branch. She studied the stallion. Are you sure he won't bite? When no answer came, she turned to stare open-mouthed at her rescuer. You expect-